Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. At this point, most shows are winding down. Roy is just getting started. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Just a heads up, tomorrow we're going to be speaking with the editor of the new Canadian 2017 guide, Opioids Guide, and um, uh, we'll be talking to a Calgary psychiatrist who also deals in addictions issues, and we'll talk to people who are living with chronic pain who rely on their opioids. There's a lot to be said. That'll be in the first hour tomorrow. Beauties and the Beast still ahead uh, today with Catherine, Linda, and Michelle at the bottom of the hour. But we're going to begin with Edmonton Conservative Member of Parliament, Mike Lake. His son, Jaden, is autistic. And Mike gave a 60-second speech in Parliament about his son, which he does annually. Got a standing ovation from all members of Parliament. And then there was a question that uh, Mr. Lake had for the Prime Minister of Canada. And I want you to hear what Mr. Trudeau had to say, and we'll play that for you in a few minutes' time. Mike, thank you for uh, coming on the program, and uh, it's great to speak to you about your son, who you love tremendously, and I've heard I've heard you speak about your son, I've, I've read what you've written about your son, and it just sounds like a remarkable relationship between a father and his son. It's inspiring. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a pretty incredible kid, uh, 21 years old now, and uh, Nonverbal. He's he's kind of like a three or four year old in a in a twenty one year old's body. But uh, he he's a he's a very inspiring kid. I still talk to people who say to me, "Well, what exactly is autism, and how do you diagnose it, and how does it affect a person's life?" Can you give us a, a bit of a perspective on on what the autism spectrum is about? Absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it is a spectrum, and and so one in sixty eight kids today is being diagnosed with autism. It's uh, the, the fastest growing neurological disorder um, that we have. Uh, you know, if you think about that one in 68 number and think about, say, a, an average family of four, that means one in 17 Canadians is, is living in a household with a, a person with autism in that household somewhere on the spectrum. And, you know, the, the spectrum is wide and, and, and each individual is very, very different. But uh, some of the things that would be common would be, uh, you know, difficulty with social interaction, uh, difficulty dealing with the abstract. Um, so I hate high-functioning, low-functioning language, but, uh, but it, get, it gets used very often. So you, but you, you might have someone like Jaden who is, uh, you know, he's nonverbal and, and really has difficulty with the abstract, so he really doesn't understand danger. You can't let him go outside uh, on his own because he, he wouldn't understand traffic, for example, or uh, the danger of, of dogs. Uh, he loves dogs, but uh, he would run up and 
you know, go straight to a, a, a German shepherd and stick his face in the dog's face because he loves the smell of the dog's breath or the feeling of its tongue and the squishiest parts of the dog. So he'd, you know, squeeze the dog in its most sensitive parts and, and uh, not really understand that that's dangerous. And, and so, you know, with Jaden, there's, there's a lot of challenges in, in his case. You might have someone with a, you know, a higher IQ, let's say, um, who's able to complete an engineering degree uh, and and uh, be out there, but but really still have difficulty with the social interaction. So something like a job interview might be really really difficult. Some incredibly brilliant people, and we're not able to to as a society benefit from their incredible skills and abilities because uh, because no one will hire them because they can't get through that process, which is really irrelevant to the you know level of of, of competence that they would have for their job. Um, and then you have people more severe than Jaden as well. So yeah. Share with us, please, what it's like to be a parent of an autistic child, because what we're getting at here is that the federal government of Canada has an opportunity to provide support for the families of this country uh, and, the, uh, and the autistic individuals of this country. And uh, the Harper government had the plan in place. The Trudeau government isn't following through on it, and we'll get into that. But how does autism in a family member affect the rest of the family? Well, it, it would depend on the individual, but it, you know, it, it's uh, it's it's overwhelming at times. I mean, you're you're constantly battling to try to advocate for for your your son or daughter. Um, you know, it's the lifespan is just as long for a person with autism, notwithstanding danger and 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 maybe some difficulty understanding abstract things like going to the doctor when you're sick. But people with autism live uh, live long lives, and 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 so. You know, throughout that lifespan, there's different challenges. Early on, you're you're struggling to get that early intervention. There's great evidence-based early intervention uh, that you can do um, from the time actually earlier and earlier. But a child's one or two years old that makes a huge impact and really made a huge impact in Jaden's life and and uh, changes things moving on. Then you move to the education system, and you know you're you're dealing with issues of inclusion. We want to try and include our kids to the greatest extent that they can be included and that can be a challenge to navigate that system for for families and and uh and then you've got the transition to adulthood and vocation and housing and all of the things that go along with that and then of course the biggest challenge for for any family dealing with any developmental disability not just autism is what happens when you're gone because they've had that support all through their life and and that that world that they know which in autism is really really important to them and then one day you know the the parents are gone and, uh, and, and, and who's, you know, you hope that you're going to have a, a system and a society that's going to be wired to make sure that we care for them. Mm-hmm. What I'd like to do is, um, is play what you said to members of parliament this past April the 2nd. And the significance of, of April and April the 2nd is what? World Autism Awareness Day. So for the last, I think it's eight years, eight or nine years, uh, um, the UN uh, declared April 2nd as World Autism Awareness Day. And so it's it's one day in April is Autism Awareness Month, but uh, one particular day where, uh, you know, the world is kind of cool. There's a lighted up blue campaign that started with, with Autism Speaks in the U.S., but it's now gone around the world where landmarks like the High Level Bridge right here in, uh, in Edmonton uh, light up blue for uh, World Autism Awareness Day. And uh, it's just a, a, a good day to shine a spotlight and, and talk about what life is like for us, uh, for the families that are living with autism. So let's share with our listeners what you said in Canada's Parliament to the men and women of our Parliament, all the parties, what you, what you shared with them on the 2nd of April. Mr. Speaker, April 2nd was World Autism Awareness Day and 19 years since my son Jaden was diagnosed at 2. 
Jaden isn't special because he has autism, nor is he special despite having autism. He's just really and truly special. When you're with Jaden, he doesn't require you to be anyone you're not. He simply loves the fact that you're with him. He doesn't care at all what party you're with, whether you're the Prime Minister or a backbencher, a staff member, or even a member of the Parliamentary Press Gallery. He'll like you, and he'll trust you. And if you do him wrong, he'll probably like and trust you all over again before you've completed your next breath. Too often our society views such naivety as weakness. Having had the privilege of learning from Jaden for 21 years, I'd argue that the opposite is true. If we can adapt our thinking to include and embrace more of the raw honesty and vulnerability we see in people like Jaden, we will all be better off for it. So as you say those words, and they're meaningful, and I'm sure they touched everybody listening, whether they have a connection with autism or not, direct connection. Was the Prime Minister in the House when you when you said those words? Um, yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, it was just before, is the last uh, statement from our side just before question period. That's All right, let me take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll, uh, we'll talk about a little bit about what you said to the Prime Minister, and then we'll hear what Mr. Trudeau said in response. Stay with us. Roy Green isn't afraid to poke the bear. The bigger the bear, the bigger the poke. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Follow me on Twitter and uh, like us on Facebook. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Tomorrow I'm going to be speaking. It's Mother's Day tomorrow, of course. I'll be speaking with a mom of, well, the adoptive mom of a child with Down syndrome. They began as foster parents and then adopted the child. And written, she's written a book about being the mom of the uh, Down syndrome child. It's just amazing, amazing to hear the stories and the love and the commitment not that parents don't love and commit, but to hear the emotion and, and, and understand the level of commitment is just tremendous. Um, Michael Lake is a member of parliament in Edmonton for the Conservative Party, and he's also the son of um, the father of uh, 21-year-old Jaden, who is living with uh, autism. So, Mike, we just played back what you said to your fellow MPs. And we heard the tremendous response and the standing ovation. We're aware of that. So I have uh, a clip of you talking to the prime minister and the prime minister's response. Could you just set that up for us, please, uh, just before we play it? How did, how, did, how did it come to the point where you asked the prime minister a question about support? Just, just tell us that. Well, it was, um, it was uh, kind of a good situation because it was the first day that, uh, that Justin started taking questions from, from all MPs. So Ron Ambrose, our leader, asked a question in the leaders round um, about the Canadian Autism Partnership and why they didn't fund it. And, and I got a chance to follow up towards the end of question period on his answer to her. And, uh, of course, you know, I'm a, I'm a conservative. I want to see balanced budgets and a responsible approach to the economy and, and everything else very important to my constituents here but uh you know governing is all about priorities and uh really taking a look at what the priorities are for this country in terms of how we spend our money we're talking about 3.8 million dollars a year we're talking about 10 cents per canadian 
per year to fund a Canadian Autism Partnership to provide expert advice to the provinces where most of the delivery of services lies, uh, expert advice at the federal level when you know issues are in federal responsibility. And really, my question was about priorities. So let's have a listen to, uh, to Mike Lee, to Member of Parliament Mike Lee, uh, addressing the Prime Minister of Canada on that issue. And then you'll hear the response from Mr. Trudeau, and you'll hear the Speaker of the House of Commons interjecting. So just listen to how this goes. Mr. Speaker, in response to an earlier question on autism from the Leader of the Opposition, the Prime Minister talked of his government, quote, highlighting the work that we are continuing to do, unquote. The trouble is, his government is doing the exact opposite. In 2015, our government funded a world-class Canadian Autism Partnership Working Group. The Liberal budget just rejected the request for funding to allow that critical work to continue. Can the Prime Minister please explain how his government can find nearly $400 million for a company that says they don't need it and not find $4 million a year to help Canadian families living with autism who desperately need it? Right, Honourable Prime Minister. I thank the member for his question and for his extraordinary advocacy on this file for uh, a very long time. It is one that uh, touches us all and we all know uh, we do need to work together to do more on. Uh, on the issue of funding from Bombardier, uh, we made sure that we're investing in the kinds of things that are going to lead to good jobs. Order, I invite the Alton member for Grand Prairie Mackenzie and others to calm down and listen to the answer. We can't, if, if everyone talks all at the same time, this place cannot function and we all lose the rights to do our jobs. So let's finish this. The Right Honourable Prime Minister. Uh, Mr. Speaker, uh, we have, uh, have uh, an extraordinary minister uh, who is working on the Canada's first ever Accessibility Act uh, that will focus on ensuring that all Canadians of differing abilities and challenges uh, are able to succeed and, and uh, move forward in an inclusive country to, that gives everyone a real and fair chance to succeed. Well, Mike, it's embarrassing, and it's sad, because the man's a father himself. And to name Bombardier and bring that up in his answer to you and, his, and your request to him and his government, it's embarrassing. And his response about what his government is doing for people with disabilities, it's like he was reading from a, a script or was, he's been pre-programmed on, on what to say. What was your, what was your reaction to what Mr. Trudeau said to you. Well, you, you heard the reaction of members of I did. All, all opposition parties when he, when he started to go down that road. I think it was, I mean, it's telling that when given the choice between talking about what the government's doing for people living with autism or talking about Bombardier, which was and is, continues to be very controversial, that the Prime Minister chose to talk about Bombardier because there was really nothing to say about what the government's doing for, for people with autism. Um, I think... You know, in in terms of the accessibility legislation, I mean, that's something that's been consulted on. It's 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 months or years down the road probably before it uh, before it comes to be and, and and is passed. Certainly important legislation, but we'll do very little. It's very broad based. We'll do very little to address the issues that we're talking about that are facing families uh, across this country. Some families who might be mortgaging their homes to pay for evidence based early intervention in some parts of the country. And so, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to work with my Liberal colleagues. I've actually had a conversation with the Prime Minister, just a short one after, uh, after votes one day this past week, 
to, to chat a little bit about it and sort of point him in the direction of where he might go to get some information. Because I think it's quite clear in that, that answer that he didn't really know that much about autism or about the challenges that are facing families. You know, the approach that we're taking right now is our goal is to get the government simply to change its decision, um, to, 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 to say, you know what, we got this one wrong. Um, we've had a group of renowned experts from across the country working on this for, for almost a couple of years, actually longer than that, even before, obviously, we funded the working group. They've come out with a, a report that has a modest funding proposal, um, a very good approach in terms of uh, providing evidence-based information to, to, to decision makers, whatever the jurisdiction they're working in. And uh, it should just be funded. And yeah. and our goal right now is to get the government to change its mind and, and properly fund the Canadian Autism Partnership. So what can we all do as Canadians? What, we, what can we do to help? Well, you know, I'm fortunate. My, my official capacity is I'm the, I'm the critic for global maternal, newborn, and child health. So I work with international organizations um, who, who uh, you know, work on issues like polio eradication, um, efforts to save the lives of kids under five and mothers in and around childbirth and those kind of things. So I have good relationships with, with many organizations at that level. And one of those organizations, Global Citizen, which is a global organization, they host a, a, you know, a concert in Central Park every year. Um, this year it was Rihanna and Eddie Vedder and Metallica and Ellie Golding and Kendrick Lamar and a whole bunch of, of people come out and give their time to uh, raise awareness of you know, the most vulnerable in the world, poverty, uh, polio eradication, food aid, and all of those kind of things. Anyway, Global Citizen has a Canadian group fantastic group that's chosen the Canadian Autism Partnership as their first domestic action. And they work basically through social media to um, empower citizens to have their voice heard. And there's a global citizen action focused on the the, uh, Canadian Autism Partnership right now. Uh, I have it pinned to the top of my Facebook page and the top of my Twitter page, the link to that uh, that action. It takes two minutes to, uh, to take some action and you'll tweet directly at the Prime Minister and at the Health Minister to say that it's important. And it's really phrased in a nonpartisan way. You know, I believe that people from all parties, when they properly understand how important something is and and how vulnerable uh, a group of Canadians are, will make the right decision. So this is just about Canadians having their say, having their voice heard. And so if people go to those, uh, my, my, my handle on both Twitter and Facebook is Mike Lake MP, just M-I-K-E-L-A-K-E-M-P. And if you go there and, and click on the link, it'll tell you how to take that action. And uh, we need as many as many Canadians as possible to take take that action and have their voice heard uh, as quickly as possible to try and get the, the government to change its mind on this. Now, the Federal Minister of Health, uh, Minister Philpott, who is a doctor herself, received uh, thousands of tweets urging for funding of autism. So it's, uh, it's Mike Lake MP on both uh, Twitter and Facebook. Mike, thank you very much for uh, spending the time with us. Your great dad. The cause is tremendous. Federal government needs to step up, and anything we can do to help, just let us know. Roy, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. All the best to you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Mike Lake and uh, the issue of autism. Now, you can uh, you can support Mr. Lake, and you can support people dealing with and and, and uh, having to uh, having to come to grips with the autism issue, and maybe persuade our prime minister. Maybe persuade our prime minister, maybe, to just pony up $3.8 million. How much did that trip to the Bahamas cost? We'll come back with the beauties right after this.